Hey, this is John Strassen, and this is the Sell Receipts Podcast, and I'm happy today to get back and get into part two of what we were talking about last week, which was faith, hope, and love. And we really had an awesome time last week with that. We were talking about how faith, hope, and love work in our lives. And if you haven't heard part one, I really encourage you to listen to that before you listen to this one, because it sets a really good foundation for this. Um, so I want to move on with this, you know, right away. We, were, we took our text right out of 1 Corinthians 13, the famous love chapter that Paul wrote. And there's this verse, and it is verse 13 in chapter 13 that says, And now abide faith, hope, love, these three, but the greatest of these is love. And I read it out of the New Living Translation too, which I liked in this case. It was three things will last forever, faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. I like that the translation brings out that these things last forever. They are eternal. And this is how God works. And this is how he wants us to work and function. You know, the, the Bible says in Habakkuk, or however you wish to say it, Habakkuk, Habakkuk, a small prophet in the Old Testament where he said, the just shall live by faith. And Paul brought that up, and, and others of, of the apostles in their writings brought that up. This was a centerpiece of what our life would be in the New Testament. So faith is a major factor in how we live. In the last episode, I was talking about this, is how God functions. It's always faith and hope and love, always. Everything God does. And I wanted to get into a concept here that is so important and it's so fundamental because I was wondering what direction to take this in and this verse came to me and it says man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Now that's in Matthew 4 and 4 and there are other uh, cases where Mark wrote it and Luke wrote it but it comes out of Deuteronomy 8 right in the beginning of the chapter and God was talking to the people of Israel that had been in the desert for a long period of time. And because their forefathers didn't believe, they stayed in the desert. And God had led them about. He fed them with manna. He did all these things for them. And he said he did it to show them that they don't live by bread alone, but by the word of God. And I'll read it to you. This is Deuteronomy 8 and 3. I'm reading out of the New King James. And God is actually talking about himself in this verse. When he says, so he humbled you, he's basically saying, I humbled you and allowed you to hunger and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And Jesus used this very same verse when he was being tempted by the enemy And that's in Matthew 4. I'll read that to you as well. And it says, uh, Matthew 4 and 4, Now the tempter, this was the enemy, came to Jesus and he said, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become bread. And Jesus answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And you're probably wondering, where are you going with this? We're talking about faith, hope, and love here. Faith, hope, and love will always produce life. That's the first thing I wanted to say here. And we're talking about God's word here as well. And everything that God does is about his word. Everything that God does is about faith and hope and love. It's always love. It's always for 
the better. Here in Deuteronomy, he's speaking to the people of Israel, getting them ready to move on to a promised land. And he was telling them what he had been doing with them over the years, that he humbled them. And then he actually allowed them to be hungry so he could feed them so that they would know it was him that provided for them. They were used to slavery. They were used to slave masters. That's what their fathers were used to. That's what they were taught when they were young. But the Lord was showing them a different way right in the wilderness, that he would provide for them. And brothers and sisters, that comes into our lives today. Stay with me on this. I'm getting to something here that's really fundamental and really important. God's word is what we live on. And we have to function in faith. There's that beautiful verse that says uh, in Hebrews, Hebrews 11 and 6, and without faith it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. So you can begin to see here, I'm tying the concept and the truths of God's word being what we live on. We live by the word of God. Truth sets us free always. So when we live in the world in which we live, I'm going to bring this right down to where our lives are right now. How, how does this fit in our lives right now? You're watching this world fall apart. You're watching violence out on the streets. You're hearing all sorts of stuff. And there's a lot of fear in it. There's lies in it. There's hatred. This is the opposing side of faith, hope, and love. So how does this work? What do we do? What do we do about this? We see all this around us and it concerns us. It depresses some of us. It it makes some of us fear. God is eternal, and, he, and he's given us, like Paul says, it's faith, hope, and love. These things. We have these things. And we have God in us. <laughs> On top of all of that, we have God living inside of us who functions and asks us to function and work in faith. He wants us to walk in love. He wants us to walk in him. That's what he's saying. And when we Look at God's word. You know, this is really something else, brothers and sisters. I hope that you hear what I'm getting at. And I know that we're going to get there. I know we'll, we'll land on this thing really good. Let's just stay together here for a minute and, and talk through this and see what the Lord is saying. Because he's saying, what you hear out in the world, what you listen to out there, and it concerns me. And I know more so it concerns God what you're listening to. Is it faith, hope, and love? Is it his word? Is it him? Are you walking in faith? Or are you listening to all the trouble out there that the world is throwing at you? What are you listening to? Lies and doubt that's always going to produce something negative in your life. It always will. Faith, hope, and love will always produce life in your life. Always. God's word is about faith, hope, and love. If God speaks to you and shows you something in his word, it brings what? Hope. It triggers and builds your faith. You operate in his love. That's what this is about. This isn't just a little set of feelings that we have faith and hope and love and it's a nice day and that's the end of it. No, this is huge. When Paul said, and here now we have these three things. It was a massive statement. He was screaming it to the mountaintops. It wasn't a side note. It was the pinnacle of the whole thing. 
We have faith and hope and love. And when the world is a mess, and it has been all along, but it's in a particular mess right now, if you operate in faith, you're not afraid. You have hope, and then you end up functioning in love. These are the qualities of God. That's what he's saying. And when God speaks with us, it brings hope, and it brings faith, and it brings love. It brings life. It brings freedom. Anything to do with faith, hope, and love always work its way over to life. Always, without exception. And this is just such a beautiful thing. It really is. And tying it together with understanding that our hope is in God's word. When we say we trust God, what we're really predominantly saying is that we trust what he's telling us and what he's showing us and what he's speaking to our hearts. And he will always tell you the truth. You know, Jesus spoke about Satan in John um, 8. He spoke about Satan in John 8 and verse 44. And even though Jesus was speaking to the Jews here, he describes what Satan is like. And in the middle of that verse, he says, he was a murderer from the beginning. He has always hated the truth because there is no truth in him. When the enemy uses somebody in this world to start telling lies and cause confusion and bring division and hatred, it's always going to lead down a bad path, always, because it's not God's truth. The enemy even tried to use verses and things and, and twist them a little bit and tell partial truths. This is what he'll do. He's a liar. And you have to know the enemy of your soul has zero truth in him. If he quoted a scripture exact, he'd still be lying because his intentions are a lie. Always. The enemy comes to steal and kill and destroy. Always. And Jesus came to always bring life. Always. And when we function by faith, we're always going to head towards life. When we have hope in God, we're always going to move towards life. Always. When we love God and have love in our hearts because of God, we are always headed towards life. Always. To greater strength, to greater freedom, just more abundant life. Always. God's word. Always. And brothers and sisters, when we talk about this topic that we're speaking about, having faith and having this hope and having this love, we are talking about it producing life. And I think what the Holy Spirit is saying is, right now, brothers and sisters, the world is in tremendous division. There are people burning Bibles on our streets. There are people shooting people on the streets because they're Christians. They're shooting them because of their political beliefs. And if you are looking at this day in and day out, you've lost your hope. You're weak in faith. I think what the Holy Spirit is saying, don't focus on this too much. Know what's going on, but leave it there and get right back into this. This is what the Lord is saying. We don't live by bread alone. We don't live in the natural world just alone. We live by the word of God. And it says here, every word that proceeds out of his mouth, we live by. It'll provide life. Jesus always spoke of his Father's word. Always. 
and what he had said, and that it would bring life and liberty and freedom to us. And we connect to all of this because of faith and hope and love. So Paul bringing this out in, in 1 Corinthians was not a small matter. It was a huge and very broad matter. I think sometimes we look at 1 Corinthians like it's just a, a little postcard of nice feelings that we have, but it's not. It's the depth and breadth of the gospel of Jesus. It is the depth and breadth of God the Father and how he feels and works towards us and what he has done for us and what he has given to us. And he has given us his word. You know, when John talks about Jesus in the beginning of his gospel, he calls him the word, full of grace and truth. This is what we're talking about here. And I hope it opens your eyes in a new way. I really do. I hope this message comes into something that you can see very clearly, that faith, hope, and love always produces life because it is the characteristic of God. And God is true to his word. Paul tells us we hear his word and our faith is activated because we've heard a promise. God said, I will give you life. And, and inside of us, we change and this faith just comes alive and then we are filled with this hope and then our heart warms up with love. This is because of God's word. This is how this works and this is where we need to be every day. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. And that verse is really saying that you live there. You live in God's word. You live in his presence. You live in love. You live in faith. You live in hope. You live in his word. That's really what this is about. Faith always had to, has to do with God's word. Hope always has to do with God's word. Love always has to do with God's word. They're never separate. If you say faith, hope, and love, you're talking about God's word and what he has done and sending his son Talk about faith. We're, we are justified by faith. We are made free from our sins by faith. This hope that we have in us, and we have this hope that not only do we have this life here on this earth, but that we will be taken home to our heavenly home and have an eternal life. We will be given new bodies. We'll be given, we don't even know what we're going to look like or be like. We'll be like him. That's what it says. We live by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. Stay in God's word. Don't look at what's going on too much out in this world. Be aware of it. Do what you have to do, but don't live in it. There's a lot of confusion, and where there's confusion, there's lies. And lies never work out well. And if they hurt your faith, if it hurts your hope, if it diminishes your faith and hope, that's not where you need to be. You need to be in God's word where your faith and that hope is elevated. And it doesn't mean just keeping your nose in the Bible all day. No, just get that word in your heart. Read and let the Lord speak to you in his word. Then close the book and just meditate on it and keep it in your heart. Think about it. Pray about it. Talk to your own heart about it. Think about faith, hope, and love as you're praying. Think about what it means. Think about God's word in your life and what it means and how it is your keeper. Brothers and sisters, I've really enjoyed this whole message and I hope this has reached you. I hope this made sense to you. God's word is how we live. That is what we depend on. Man doesn't live by bread alone. 
but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And this is our faith. This is our hope. This is the love of God in our life. And it will always produce life. I'm going to leave it there, brothers and sisters, because I believe that's what has to be said today. And this was a different kind of message. It really was. But I'm grateful to the Lord for just speaking freely here and giving you something that will change your life. This is intended to bless and change your life for the better. Thank God today for his goodness. I thank him today. May the Lord bless you and keep you and watch over you and fill you with the depth of his love and understanding, that you would understand his word and believe his word and have the greatest hope in his word in your life the things that you're facing, and that you would see him manifest an answer and a blessing and a way and growth in your life that will not only bless you, but will bless the people around you. And I pray that for you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, brothers and sisters. We will see you next time. There's so much good that the Lord is bringing about here. We're just grateful for you being with us today. God bless you, and we will see you in the next episode.